Thank y'all for tuning in. It's an episode of the legendary, the infamous Heartland Podcast. It's your man B Diddy Dollars, the Toledo Torpedo, your Bay Mama's favorite DJ, the <laughs> badass yellow boy, um, John Wesley Dabs. <laughs> um, what else I want to go? Arizona Slim. Uh, that's a new one. Arizona Slim, yeah. That's, that's a new one. Throw a state in like something that I'm not in there. That's like my pimp name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I got and I got my man in here from from Rare, uh, Rare Productions. Yeah, boy. Rare, Rare man, Productions. That, that was where we started, man. You know, yeah. we was on the yard, you know what I'm saying, and just kind of recording, you know, documenting what was going on on the yard, man, and. You know, that was kind of how... Southern University back Yeah, Ridge. right. If y'all don't know, you know what I'm saying? That's what black folks who went to college called they college. They we got the Midwest ambassador. Midwest of, ambassador. Of himself right here. You T, know what I'm uh, saying? Uh, also a former minor league baseball player. Man, he... He gassy, y'all. He gassy, y'all, He played for the Reds, y'all. He gassy, y'all, He played for the Reds. Yeah, don't trust this man. <laughs> <laughs> he gassy, y'all, Now, no, did you not play for the Reds? Man, minor bro, league team? you know what I'm saying? This, yes a, or no? Just it's a long people. story, man. It's a long story. We're, for, that's for another podcast, That's, what, that's okay. We are, We'll discuss it at a later I'm going to claim bro. that you for the... Uh, hey, like I said, you know what I'm right. saying? <laughs> minor, minor league, former minor league, aspiring minor league. Yo, met him at Southern University man. back in the day. Man. Uh, my man used to, well, used to help me uh, bag up my nickels. <laughs> T-Money. T-Money, what up, man? Yo, 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 what's going on, man? This man. your boy T-Money in the building. And, uh, woo-wee, boy. We come from that far, bro. <laughs> right. That's how far we yeah. go back. We go back for three for tens, bro. Yeah, man. Hey, look, let me let me explain something to y'all. Let me give y'all a little bit of background, bro. At one point, I think it might have been maybe seven or eight of us in, like, a three-bedroom apartment, bro, in the Palisade. Let's go. <laughs> Just so y'all know how real it was back in the day. You heard me, boy. So... Man, it was, you know, it was an adventure, man, but we made it through, you know what I'm saying? Now we back on that ass again, goddamn. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Back on that ass, boy. That, man, shout out to the yard, Southern University, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. I love Southern University, man. I love Southern University. It built, it built character, man. It, 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 it taught us how to, like, solve problems. You know, you get a degree out of the deal, whether you decide to use it or not, that's your business, you know what I'm saying? But... Guess, oh. guess where our engineer's from? Where? Southern University. Hey. Louisiana. Hey, our hey, hey. in the building right now. We got hey. engineer from Southern Indiana. You know what I'm talking about. Triple Jags. Home team. Home team. Triple, triple Jaguars. Yeah, hey, love to all the HBCUs, man. I know it'd be a lot of, you know, jaw jacking back and forth on the internet. Y'all be on them little blogs and, and, and message boards, jaw jacking back and forth. But, the, you know, the truth is, is that we stronger together, man. And, um... Yeah, you know, let's come together, let's accomplish something, man. Let's network, let's learn from one another, let's put each other on. More specifically, let's open the door and hold it open for everybody else. All the foot soldiers got to follow through, you feel me? Shout out to the foot soldiers. (laughs) All the foot soldiers got to follow through, man. We got to get you in there, man. Yeah, so let me, man, so, bro. Yeah, what's up, T-Money? Today is August the 2nd. August 2nd, you're going to hear this on the 3rd. You know what I'm saying? Y'all going to hear today's, this on... t- Today's the 3rd. Right. In, in podcast third. world, today is the 3rd. Yeah. 
what we're going to do, man, you know, we talked about this for a long time, and it just I just feel like somebody needed to do this. Like, I haven't really heard a podcast in a space where we just have recapped from January 1, 2020, all the way up until present day, just the amount of things that have transpired, bro. It has been a whirlwind, a, a roller coaster ride, to say the least. It, yeah, it's been... <laughs> it's been uh, it's been a crazy, crazy ride. You got to think, we came from Hot Girl Summer. Yo. And then we was like in Thoughtful Thanksgiving. Yo. Which, which, which uh, I'm going to explain it to you like this. Hot Girl Summer came and went, and if you didn't prosper during that time, bro, who fault is that? Like, who? That's your fault for not prospering during yeah, bro, that time, bro, because, man, everybody hit a lick. I don't care who you is, man. The, the shortest of the short niggas, the 5-2 niggas was profiting, boy. It was it was an interesting time when we was coming in to twenty nineteen to twenty twenty. We had Donald Trump. We was like, okay, this is gonna be the year that you're gonna get out of office. Yo. We still had a little Bernie hope. Yeah, back in man. There, remember uh, that? Uh, old, old man Bernie, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to old man Bernie. You know, I wanted the man to pull it through. I feel like he had some solid ideas. I felt like he was knocking on something. But you know, the thing about it is, is that like you know, holding that seat, you the leader of the free world, bro. And you, you know what I'm saying? You got to be able to stand up in that thing. And Bernie, he just, you know, he just ran out of gas, man. He's just a little too old for the task, bro. A little too old. Back in, remember, back in January 2020, we also had Camille Harris. Yeah. I was just yeah. going, I was going, I was under his opinion, like, just let's go ahead and give, give the girls what they want, bro. Yeah, man, let them have, what? Like, they, they got ideas too, bro. They got ideas, bro. I feel like, you know what? It, it's, it's the country. I know that it's, a lot of things can happen, but Yo. at the same time, if y'all got a good feeling about her, mm-hmm. and y'all want to keep right, it going, right, right. Like, let's keep it going. Like, let's keep it I going. I really want to work with y'all to get this, yeah. to get who y'all want to get elected. Because at the end of the day, I don't believe a lot of the, yeah. the politics and everything. It don't affect my success. I feel like I've been mm-hmm. myself, and I had to fight against this American system and uh, fight Yo. against the current. Yeah, the reg- current state of affairs, regardless of who is in office. I mean, it just is like... And, and, you know, we're going to get into that a little bit deeper, man. But just to, you know, touch on January really quickly, man, like, we was coming off of, um, you know, a pretty good run in the playoffs. You know, NFL was popping. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the sports world in particular was like, um, you know, it was what we had to focus on outside of all of the other, you know, distractions that come across most Americans' minds and stuff. So that was cool. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to the Chiefs, won the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? That's Had a, um, February. That's right, February. that was in February. But you know what I'm saying? To, to recap the month in general, we was leading up to that. So, um, just I'm, look, I'm looking at my 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 music that came out during that month. Yeah, yo, and you know that was one of the, one of the things we talked about too. Like you know, just the soundtrack for that time. Like if you go back and look at you know what was busting back then. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We had some pretty solid music coming out. You know what I'm saying? We had Roddy Ridge coming through that thing. You dropped a bomb on us. Yeah. Uh, man. You Roddy, know Rich I- did, Roddy Rich came through that thing. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at Noah came out January 2020. Mm. Um, Key Glock came out. Key Glock. Key Glock. That's what I think. The, and that's Young Dro- That's um, Young Dolph's artist. Fuck with this. Key Glock, man. Yeah, he came out. He came out in um, 2020, January. Yeah. This is a song that came out. <clears throat> Uh, 
That's what. Hard. This is like, I feel like that's like the vibe that I was on in January. Hard, bro. For me, I just, you know what I'm saying? I spend a lot of January just kind of. You know, I don't know if anybody else do this. This kind of weird. I feel like this is my own thing, but it's the truth. You know, like I look at it's a calendar year, right? It's January to January. That's one whole calendar year. But then right. I look at it from my birthday. Like, what was my year like? You know what I'm What's saying? What's your birthday, bro? My birthday is February seventh. So, mm-hmm. you know, every time that month roll around, you know what I'm saying? I take some time to just kind of recap like my past 365 days. You know, so that's my New Year. Like. Yeah. Y'all got like actual New Year and shit where y'all get drunk, blow loud, and do nigga yeah. shit. But <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like my New Year is usually around my birthday, and I just real, you know what I'm saying? Get get quiet, get still, get focused, get in the middle, and just try to figure out like, yo, what did I accomplish over the past 365 days, and what am I gonna do with the next 365 sets of 24 hours? You know what I'm saying? It's a very interesting way to approach it because if you look at your Natural age, yeah, that really should be how you consider your year to have gone. Correct. I want it to be from thirty-eight to thirty-nine, or from forty or to forty-one, right. or from five right. to six. Yeah, you want to see that progression. Yeah, in somebody. It's like the level that we kind of been measuring ourselves at for a long time. Yeah, and it's a very effective measure to measure yourself for you. Yeah, you know, like, we look, look at, at ourselves in snapshots. Sometimes I feel like I, I feel like people look at themselves just in like periods of time and not necessarily like year by year but bro when you go back and you look at it like that like i mean if you even go back and you know like look at your like take a snapshot of your finances for example and just Mm -hmm. like how much money did i make what did i invest in what did i buy what did i profit what did i lose you know what i'm saying like yeah we start looking at shit like that like you will start to you know what i'm saying get on the grind a little bit harder than you would at first because you realize like yo i'm Time is not stopping. You know what I'm saying? Like no. I'm not, I'm not getting any younger. You it, know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So that that'll, that'll kind of put it on your ass. Like, hey, bro, if you look at what you did last year, what you gonna do this year? That's really gonna set you off. That's gonna put you like on that so, on that thing. So February, COVID was a thing. It was a thing. Yeah. It existed. Yeah. Did you feel like you even had a um, understanding? Do you know? Like, did you even? Could you even picture? Was COVID wasn't even the picture? Yo, know, like from my perspective, birthday, from my seat in the room, man, like you know, when Corona got like when it was picking up steam and starting to be like the thing that everybody discussing, bro. Mm-hmm. Um, we lost Kobe at that same time, dog. So it was like, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of served as a distraction. Like people was, oh, is this Corona thing real? Is it a hoax? Who up? Whatever. Um, Kobe passes right, and um. February, Kobe passes. February, Kobe passes, bro. And I'm not going to lie, like, that kind of put it in perspective for me because Kobe was, what, like, 40, 41? Yeah. Kobe, oh, in fact, check. Yeah, I feel like Kobe was he somewhere in the 40s. I know he wasn't, like, he wasn't knocking on 50, bro. You know what I'm no, saying? No, he the definitely man, was knocking on 50, bro. He was somewhere in the early 40s, man. And, um, yeah, Kobe Born passed, August bro. 23rd, 1978, passed January 26, 2020. Crazy. So mm-hmm. right at the end of January, headed into February, we lose Kobe, right? And, and maybe, like, I feel like maybe, and definitely the sports world, but just, like, the world in general, I feel like that kind of called a timeout for all of us. Everybody yeah. was like, yo, hold on a minute, bro. Kobe passed? But, like, you know, Kobe? You, you know who didn't take a timeout during that time that really needed to take a timeout? Ooh. I think about the hoteps yeah. that was putting out the memes for Kobe when he passed, yo, bro. Yo, bro. Like, when you saw all the conspiracies about Kobe. Can you believe that, man, that people would do that? 
Can I believe it? Yes, I can I, believe I, that people right, are just at, based off of how the internet be going and shit. Can I believe it? Like, who are these people? Like, who I'm gonna run into? Yeah, and like, that's really things like this. <laughs> yeah, like, bro. Who, like, who are these people? Yeah, man. And just so y'all get an understanding, man, you know, like, y'all know how the internet works. Like, y'all know how people work, man. The internet mm-hmm. is just one big, just like echo chamber you know what i'm saying one mm-hmm. person put something out there and a lot and if that person have any kind of following or like if a lot of people believe what this person talking mm-hmm. about like the idea of magnifying and like almost it worked like a reverb you know what i'm saying somebody say something in the in the echo chamber man and it just people start parroting that sort of information back and it just pick up steam out of nowhere and that's like out of nowhere know <laughs> what it is it is the facebook this is i'm gonna say this a lot of people ain't heard this before yo this is my theory. Yo. Facebook don't give a damn about what's right. It don't. What's wrong. It's the algorithm. Interactions. That's it. So when somebody say something crazy about Kobe, they know that you is going to... <laughs> is somebody going to click on this yeah. and going to read it and be like, I agree. You or, know or, or, or it's going to blow you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Or it's gonna, you're going to have some, sort of, gonna visceral, have the, gonna be like, some sort of visceral response to it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The, the, Case in point. Facebook wants you to open the app up and just what? <laughs> so that's what they want. They want this. What? They Yo. want you to hit the what as soon as you open the app. So anyway, what's... bro. So yeah, man. So we lose Kobe. You know, Corona picking up speed at the same time, man. And and it's just you know, people are starting to kind of lose it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? People starting to get a little antsy. You know what I'm saying? Starting to get a little standoffers with people in public and stuff. But it really ain't at like a fever pitch like it is now. Like, it's not at the tipping point in no. February that it is now tax, I, I, in August. I was still tax money. I was still waiting on tax money to hit in February. Mm-hmm. I remember that people were still yep. holding that bag. Yeah. Because summer 2020 was supposed they to was, be the biggest. Boy, they was revving up them BBL engines, boy. They were ready to get that so ass. A BBL, <laughs> a BBL, bro, is only 3700 3700 bro. So why was I at? A house party last night, right? Yeah. With a whole bunch of 40-year-olds mm-hmm. who I think... I had, I was around four 40-year-old women. Yeah. And I think three of them had BBL. <laughs> Bro, I don't understand I was it, looking at them like, yo. Yeah, I don't understand. What it. is going on? Y'all looking, y'all looking kind of yeah, good. Yeah. I don't like, understand. You know, I get it. It's a personal choice, but I don't... Uh, hey, dog, I don't get it, dog. Because you could just, you know, it's other ways to go about doing it. I don't know, dog. It oh. might not be. It might not I wasn't be. mad. Yeah, I was. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't mad watching oh, that motherfucker oh, oh, swinging around there. No, nah, I was like, dang, man, you buoyant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. You hop on my back. <laughs> Yo, What's so, up? Like, what else, what else happened in February? What else would you say was like a, a, a notable sort of um you know what I'm saying some some occurrence or some, some paranormal black activity that was going on paranormal black activity yeah oh man we're still black people are still going through the female thing we can't call women females oh yeah yeah that was happening during speak February. on that man like give me your so, thoughts on that like what do you I got some so there was a blogger named Jazz Fly Mm. She was the one that was pushing it, and it's pushed through the Twitterverse. Right, and she was just like her, and I think her and that click that that black Twitter yeah click decided one day like you know what we're not being female no more. That is, I know, right? So, I like, know. Yeah, you just think it's like yeah. If y'all listening to this at home, I just had like a like like a non audible reaction. Like excuse me, they just decided it was like 
What? <laughs> it's not gonna be female more. Female no more. Yeah. And they decided this unilaterally. But mm. when they, but when they their reasoning was this is February. This is like things that was in, Bro, the, black, let, let, you in know, the black diverse. Let me let me right in the black diverse. Yeah, let me try Marvel to quickly diverse. encapsulate like you know. <laughs> Think about it like this, bro. If you if you don't want to identify in regards to you know gender, okay, all right, it's America, bro. All right, yeah. If, if that's your thing, if that's the wave you want, but at the same time, like you can't try to pull the wool over everyone else's eyes. Like, yeah, you believe what you want to believe. But please don't try to so, copy and paste your thoughts and, so, and, and feelings on top of everybody else who just clearly so, can see, like, so hold on, on, bro. On Facebook, my gender is a lion, L-I-O-N. I've been trying to get people to call me a lion for a long time, bro. But they won't. How is that going, bro? Is it? I, I'm not getting no, no traction. I'm not getting no traction. That's because, you know, the rest of the world, we understand, like, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Open source gender, bro. I'll put it to you like this, bro. The best way I could ca- encapsulate it, man, is like, look, it's enough juice in this cup for us to all get a drink, bro. Yeah. The, and the meaning behind that is, is like, look, you can believe how you want to believe, dress how you want to dress, associate with who you want to associate with, and it's fine. It only becomes a problem when you then try to, you know, like you trying to copy and paste your 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 doctrine on other people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't stop recruiting. Just just go so one of the in the corner with the Joe Exotics of the world and, and just funny. leave it at that, bro. So that so one of the main recruiters, Jazzfly, just happened to rest her peace. She just happened to pass away. Oh, so yeah, I think sad, I think bro. that is um, that's sad, man. Yeah, I think that this the, the female movement may die, and I think we just maybe able. To I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna die, man, because you got to think it, from February fast forward until now. You know, you had the whole Megan Thee Stallion incident. You know, you had Breonna Taylor lose her life, man, and a lot of other, um, you know, just, like, notable occurrences Don't, in just the female space well, that, that, that we can't overlook, like, you know? It doesn't seem like it's more important, though. Mm-hmm. Breonna Taylor and Meg the Stallion, Stallion yeah. and all the other crazy things that happened to women during 2020s are way more important than them being called females versus being called women. Yeah, I mean, it's a, bigger, it's, a, it's a bigger problem. It's an underlying issue there, for sure, I would say. That um, like her statement, for example, you know, we fast forward in a little bit. We're gonna go through the rest of the months, to but her, yeah. um, to you know, to quickly sum it up, you know, she made the statement that you know a lot of you know black women are unprotected in in, the, in society, and, and I don't think that's too far off from the beaten path. You know, to be honest with you, I feel yeah. like a lot of black women have had some um, some pretty tough experiences, and it's like yo, you know. It, it it take it take for celebrities in our culture, man. It take for celebrities to come out and say these sorts of things, mm-hmm. and um, you know how it is. Anytime you ha- anytime you have somebody make a statement like that, it's polarizing. Like some people are like, "Yo, like ban her from Instagram, block her accounts, you know, just, just shut her up." But then other people they feel emboldened, they take into the streets. You heard me? They demonstrating, mm-hmm. and that kind of has been like the 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 tone for. 2020 in general like you know something will happen people mm. get polarized on the issue and then we all are just with batteries in our backs now you know what i'm saying you got the twitter fingers on the internet just saying anything trying to keep the movement moving one way or another mm-hmm. then you got people taking to the streets they protest and they rallying and things like that and it just is all kind of building up to the point that we at now where we are not sure whether or not it's going to be something big right like we feel like 
some people feel like, yo, it's going to be like another race riot. It's going to be like a civil war. Yeah. You know, the idea of going to war with other countries and stuff, like... That it's, was more. It's really, really at a boiling point right See, now. See, but that that happened. That was definitely April when that boiling point hit. But you got to think about like around February was everybody was listening to this song. Everybody was listening to. I'm that bitch. This is been that bitch, still that bitch. Will forever be that bitch. She ain't here playing music like she died. She ain't dead, y'all. She just got shot. I'm the hood Mona Lisa, break a nigga into pieces. Had to ex some cheesy niggas out my circle like a pizza. I'm way too exclusive. I don't shop on Insta boutiques. All the little ass clothes only fit fake booties. Bad bitch, still talking cash. So this was a big. Yeah, it's a hard song. I mean, if you listen to it, it's hard. It was a big TikTok craze in there. Yeah, for sure. Then TikTok, oh man, TikTok hit like a ton of bricks, bro. It had, it had everybody knows winning on TikTok. I was thinking that people like Usher, yeah, dudes that got a lot of wardrobe yeah, changes, right? And yeah, a lot of dance, dance moves and choreography <laughs> would be Dude, on there just oh demonstrating. Oh my god, with, <laughs> yeah, he would eat, eat it up on, on there. TikTok. Here. Yo, that nigga would be fucking pop locking all up and down that damn TikTok. He was thing, ready. Boy. So we, so February. Um, the end of February, that's when Rudy Gobert touched all those microphones. Yeah, that was rude, man. And like, <laughs> <laughs> that was a moment in light skin history that we want to get back. Yeah, I wish we, he did kind of set the light skins back a tiny little bit, bro. Shout out to Rudy Gobert, you know what I'm saying? He's still amongst the living. And um, yeah, man, but yeah. I, 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 I don't understand that, bro. I don't understand why at that point in time he felt like he needed to play with something that none of us understand. Did, Nobody understands that. Then he got his darkest teammate. <laughs> right. Then the, then the dark skinned nigga came and was like, yo, I want to fight this nigga. I, I bet you, Why you had to be the dark skinned teammate yeah. with braids, bro? Why you yo, had to get him? I, I bet you Donovan Mitchell had on black Air Forces when he told him that shit. Like, bro, I want to scrap you, bro. <laughs> yeah, he probably more than likely had. He might have had a two rag on at the time. I heard they fell out. After yeah, they that. did, bro. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's well documented in the. In the <laughs> In the Twitterverse and in the Instagram worlds and the hashtags. It's like, it's crazy. Do you follow them? Yo, That's what 2020 is about. You man. get Corona, I'll follow you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you give me the so, virus, bro, we done. So to change gears real quickly, man, you know, let's touch on March, April, you know, headed into May when it's starting to yeah. warm up. You know, we getting into, like, quarantine time. We bro. didn't take it serious, bro. Quarantine. Y'all know what that word mean, don't y'all? I'm talking about. Quarantine, like you can't go outside, dog. They had nothing for us, bro. Outside turned off. So, so imagine this: the after a week after Gary Gobert get uh, sick, yeah, right. I have bubble guts, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm in the house, and I'm with these bubble guts, and I'm thinking I'm about to die. <laughs> so nervous, boy. Nervous, cause cause they like on TV, nigga on legal zoom trying to put together a will <laughs> and shit, turn. Uh, no, nervous. I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, uh, so the virus hit real hard, real hard. Yeah. Tom Hanks get it, and I get bubble guts shortly Tom after. Hanks. <laughs> Tom <laughs> Hanks got coronavirus, man, and it was like, that's when it, I guess that's when everybody was like, oh, shit. <laughs> when the NBA closed and Tom right. Hanks got it, bro, I Yo, was done. So Tom Hanks escaped <laughs> the island with a fucking volleyball named Wilson and still got coronavirus, dog. Still got coronavirus, and I got I got bubble guts shortly after that, right? I was so scared, T. <laughs> so I called my mom. Yeah. I called my dad back in yeah. Ohio. Saying your last words. I'm like, yo. Signing off, dude. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> this corona that went out. 
Hey. I, you know what I'm saying? I ain't messed with some strippers, something like that. I don't know <laughs> yeah. what's going on. What girl was I messing with at that time? Man, don't say no names, bro. You allegedly messed with a girl at that time. Don't say no names. Bro. Not going to say I no names. Let, no, I ain't finna let you snitch on yourself. <sighs> I'm just thinking, like, what she, like, she was traveling on aircraft okay, and shit like yeah, that, Okay, yeah, all right. All right. What, what, right. Was, what was I messing we'll with We'll call it time? that. But somehow, I had got bubble guts, and, <laughs> and a nigga... Was so scared, nervous, cause I couldn't find a thermometer nowhere. Okay, so I called. So I went to, I went to blood pressure place, tried <laughs> to get my temperature taken there. Yeah, um, I eventually called the CDC. Yeah, and they said that they gave me this recommendation. They said not the CDC. CDC, <laughs> dog. I'm out here. I called my dad, my mom. My, they're like, bro, oh, you needed more information, bro. I couldn't get no thermometers. Wasn't no thermometers. I went yeah. to. I went to the country. I went to the country. Bro, and then you got to think, like, you know, shit was selling out. Like, niggas was buying toilet paper like crazy, bro. You couldn't even buy toilet paper, nigga. I'm all... I'm talking about the Lysol gone, the water gone, the toilet paper gone. Like, all of the just stuff that we take for granted, selling out. Thermometers, bro, so you can even check your temperature. Because one of the things they told you about the corona was that it was what? You get a fever. Yeah, that was one of the signs you knew you had it. So, after calling around and being so worried... That I couldn't get my temperature taken. I ended up going to a plasma center, mm. faking like I was going to get plasma. Mm. And when you ever, for all my people out there that ever gave plasma, you know, whenever they take your plasma, <laughs> yeah. what they do they take your temperature. They take your temperature to make sure you don't have. As soon as I, as soon as I got told I didn't have no fever, I went home <laughs> and walked out of the plasma. Walked center. out of the plasma center because I feel like all the plasma centers got the corona. Yeah. So yeah. I walked out there with without the corona. Thank <laughs> thank God. And I uh, went home, and then my mom, then my mom and, and me, we sit down, we order groceries from yeah, all. Yeah, right. See, they they hooked, they hooked me up, man. And they, and, that, and that's how it was for a while. I would say for that whole month, man, people were just like, not outside, bro. Nothing was available. Nothing was open. No clubs. No real places. Social gatherings is canceled. Um, you know, Keisha, she started taking the basketball hoops down, bro. Yeah. Like, once she started taking the rims down, I was like, all right, now, come on now, Keisha. Hold on, bro. We can't hoop. We can't, can't go hoop. outside and hoop. There wasn't no hooping going on. Was it? Yeah, no no basketball to be talked about, bro. Like, sports shut down. And then, uh, to me, you know, I know you got your own unique perspective, but to me, that was, like, the, the, the landmark or the president for what was to follow when they shut down sports yeah like no sports no basketball no football no no what football in the off season but still um no baseball you can't talk about corona while talking about the sportsman you can't life. you can't bro, bro. that 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 would that's still it for that's when i feel like older black men got serious about it yeah right yeah right? yeah <laughs> like, hold on hold on bro <laughs> Brown them ain't finna be on no more. Hold on, bro. <laughs> you know, talking about talking about uh 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 Russell Westbrooks and all of them. Them niggas yeah. ain't on there no more. Oh no, nah, <laughs> nigga, we're mad, bro. You can't. You gotta understand, man. Two K only get you so far, bro. Two <laughs> K only get you so far. Yes. So that's when they start reading. Yeah. You know when old men start reading, they yeah. read them all. They like... on the internet with them big ass glasses and shit. Let me, let me see you about this. <laughs> you know, they hold their phone a certain yeah. way. You yeah, know how calling their grandparents, calling no. their grandkids and shit. Can y'all, can you read this for me? No, but they call. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they call. <laughs> read this to me, baby. Uh, you know, my sister, occupational therapist, my yeah. brother, optometrist, right? Yeah, right. We calling them for corona advice. Yeah. Like, bro, they don't do nothing with the They don't have nothing system. to do with it, bro. Like, anything having to do with healthcare became just like, 
the the golden the, the golden goose, bro. Like yeah. if you knew a nurse or if you knew a, if you had a doctor friend or yeah. whatever the case may be, man, you was on their line, smacking their line. I'm talking about sending writing letters to their house trying to get some information, oh, just me, trying to figure it out. Let me tell you what happened during that season two to me 2020. All my Arbery mm-hmm. uh, was killed right uh, by visiting a vac a property that was vacant. Mm. Um, something that I've done recently because I was just visiting homes and yeah. I got scared as hell because damn, you could have, I, that could be me. Yeah, bro. So man, like you got to think. So we we in March headed into April, and you know like the event Brandon was alluding to that occurred, and I think that was kind of like what started the whole. You know what would eventually become like you know BLM becoming like you know getting involved in protest and um, mm-hmm. even though they always been involved in protest and they always have been very proactive and just like he died February twenty third February twenty third so, so that's we started the month of, of March you know discussing that getting the details of the case and just trying to figure out you know what exactly happened here why would anybody do something like this. Um, you know, mm-hmm. who who was involved? Who did anybody see anything? Is it any witnesses? That sort of stuff. And this is all playing out in the public space now. You know, we discussing all of this on the internet, in the newspapers, you know, blogs. People, you know, people want to know. But before that, did I tell you about my situation with, with the South Atlanta militia? No, with the, the South Atlanta militia. <laughs> Boy, hold on, bro. Let me find out. You're a revolutionary over here. You try to join a no, gang? No, no, bro. Are, was, you, are you in a gang? I went to the. Bur- <laughs> I went to fuck this club. Right? Yeah, I'm say it right now. Yeah. Fuck this club. It's called the Burn Lounge. The Burn Lounge. Fuck I'm gonna Burn give, Lounge. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them this uh, club right now. Y'all suck. Um, I was going there. I was going there. I had um in this Facebook. This is 2020. For me. Yeah. Right. Right. 2020. Facebook groups meeting up with people. Yeah, linking up. I had met this uh, girl through this part through this party before they had Burn Lounge. Mm-hmm. This group had Burn Lounge on um, Mondays. Mm-hmm. I meet her one Monday and we talk, and then like a month later, I decide I'm gonna go up there again. She be up there on Mondays. Yeah. Uh, so I might like, bet I go up there. I'm gonna go meet her. I've been talking to her. She's in the club. I'm in the parking lot. It's Burning Lounge. Mm-hmm. I'm in there rolling up in the parking lot. I'm rolling up in my uh, twenty in my 2019 Camry with new was hardly any miles on that bitch. Right, right, right. Brand spanking new, fresh Brand, off the lot. You heard me. The 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 South uh, the South Georgia militia rolled past and mm. they shine a light on me. Yeah, they in an old cop car. Okay. And then I'm like, what the fuck? I put the weed down. Right. So the South, so there's two white boys yeah. and a Chevy Caprice. They roll behind me. Yeah. They get out the Chevy Caprice. Get out. And I'm in the car. Yeah. They say they see Leaf. They ask me, what am I doing in the parking lot? They questioning you. They they get they get me to the point. This ain't 12. This ain't no, no. this ain't the police. This ain't no no sanctioned municipal government body. No. This These is just, just White boys with guns. White boys with guns, and they got um, tactical equipment and tactical on tactical equipment that you could buy off of Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> they were straight to the uh, to the Army-Navy store. Yo. So they looking like straight-up Army-Navy store Looking like rejects. Call of Duty niggas. Yeah, they had got the whole mod. Like, it didn't get the whole mod because it didn't have the... Uh, the whole mods where you get the customized pieces. Yeah, they had that's to, correct. They had, like, the low-budget mod on. Yeah, wow. They put me in handcuffs. And they was about to handcuffs. Wait, wait, wait. Handcuffs? Handcuffs, dog. Yo. And they was about to like so. I say to say this. That is very similar to uh, my Aubrey situation. Where they tried to apprehend him. 
Yes. That, that, that's a part of the story, right? Yeah. They uh, they they follow him somehow, or they you know, was tracking him, and 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 eventually profiling profile profiled sim- him sim- and eventually killed him. Similar to me, they profiling me. I don't look like the. They don't even know what the robbers look like. Right. So I eventually, um, this the security guard from the club come out to the parking lot mm-hmm. and tell him, no, don't um, don't rate. Uh, re- don't quit messing with him. He's good. Yeah, leave He's him coming, alone. Come to the club. Save my life, dog. Yeah, patron. P- pretty much. Yeah, I'm a patron. Right. I could if I would have, because they had straps. I did have a strap. Mm. They arrested. They putting handcuffs on me, and they not cops. Right. If I had fought back, you they, probably would have got your ass bust, boy. Straight up. Straight up. Straight up and down. Straight and and they, and they would have been. Like before they would have been, been justified. Right, would have been justified. Because they, they would probably be like, oh, we found a, a, a gram of loud on them. And, man, let me, and let me say this. And outside the burn lounge. So uh, so this happens to black people all the time, bro. I'm just one story. And that's I'm, exactly what I was going to say, man. It, it Stuff like this is, is a part of just, like, your experience as a black person in 2020, bro. Like, that's so sad that we would make it to a point make it to this point in, in American history, bro, but it just happened so fast because you got to think, like, you know, when we... How can I explain this? Like, when we got Obama in office, right? Mm-hmm. I look at... Me, personally, I look at that as a time where, like, yo, we came together and accomplished something. Like, that was a thing. Like, mm-hmm. because, you know, a lot of people felt like it wasn't going to be no black president ever. Right. Just a lot of people... just the same way that people think that we may or may not ever have a female president. So that event occurring in 2008 up until, right, 2008, I believe it was, up until now, 2020, that's only 12 years, bro. So we went from a a time period where, you know, togetherness and just, you know, community and and, and synergy is at an all-time high. We came together and accomplished something. And now here it is in 2020 where, if you're asking me my personal opinion, we couldn't we couldn't be more divided. Like we all have decided, like, yo, here is the line. If 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 one more of these sort of events occur, it's going up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just like it, it's going up and so much so that have you seen these um what is it, the the not fucking around coalition or something like that? No, have you seen these? Bro. Not fucking not, around. Hey, hey, stop doing what you're doing. Google it right now. Look at the video. It's it's and, and I think they're coming out of Atlanta too. It's some cats not fucking around coalition. I believe that's what it's called. All right, so talk about not fucking around. Let me tell you why I looked this up. I'm gonna play it. Let me tell you. You want to talk about what the the South? What was it? South? Where where you say it was? South South, South Georgia militia. South Georgia militia. Look at them boys. So when I so when I had got arrested, right? Yeah. By the cop by those the South, by the Georgia, South Georgia, Georgia militia, militia. and a, a security guard freed me up. I went inside this club to talk to this female. Right? Yeah. Come to find out she in there with a whole other dude. Dang. And and Dang. I, I and she didn't even she didn't even care that I had risked my life, yo. Right. She didn't even care. Oh, you explained yourself, you was like, Shorty I almost died if I can see you. No, I didn't <laughs> <laughs> I didn't but but I was in there I was in there in a state of shock. Um I was in a state of shock because when I saw her, I was like, Oh, South Jordan Militia almost got me. The white boys got me hand up. I go yeah. in there. She drunk. Yeah. She got a whole nother dude around her around her uh, neck. And this dude keep asking me for my lighter. Yo. The whole night. And I'm just like, yo, this is so he got good. So he got the girl, but he ain't got no lighter. 
Yeah, all I got was PSTD. <laughs> PS, you're right. PSTD. Yeah, whatever. Post traumatic stress PTSD. Yeah, PTSD, bro. <laughs> so this is this is exactly what the hell is Damn. the problem with them? With um, America, a black man loses life. Yo, man. So anyway, risk his life. I'm looking up right now. Yeah. I know this is. You seen it, right? They the dudes that marched on uh, Stone Mountain. Yeah, they marched on Stone Mountain, and it's like you know that's. Just a, a, a example of what I'm talking about that's going on in, in the country at that time, man. You know, people, they feel like they need to do this. Like, they, they feel like they need to organize. They feel like they need to weaponize themselves and, and to make a statement on behalf of the black community. Like, yo, we're going to march on Stone Mountain, which, if you didn't know, is the birthplace of the KKK. Um, you know, and we're gonna call them out. They was Indiana's a, birthday. In the, I thought Indiana was birthday. I thought it, what yeah. the way that they was making it sound in that video, that was like I guess what headquarters or something like that, right? The Ku Klux Klan uh, was started. The first there's there's three iterations of the Klan: 1865, mm-hmm. 1915, 1946. Okay. The first Klan, the Klan at one point peaked with over six million members. Six million members, man. Yeah. It was, it was, the second clan started small in Georgia in 1915. Mm-hmm. So the second clan, the first clan, the first clan, blah, 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 blah. I'm looking for where it started. Why would they be having, they should be knowing, okay. The first clan was founded in Pulaski, Tennessee. Tennessee. On December 24th, 1865. Right. By six former officers of the Confederate Army. Mm-hmm. Frank, um. So that was the first Shout ever you, chapter of the Klan. Yes, eighteen right Christmas Eve, eighteen sixty five. So I want I, well, well, well. First of all, let me apologize for misspeaking and being misinformed. You know what I'm saying. Secondly, um, wh- I wonder what made them be. What I wonder what made them then choose Stone Mountain. Is it like, well, well, I'm looking here. The second Klan was started by started was founded. Atop Stone Mountain, Georgia. Okay, so it's some so it's some accuracy to what I was saying. Fifty years after the first clan, they had a second. Yeah, right. Okay, so you know what I'm saying. There's some accuracy to what I was saying, and you know, long story short, you know, people feel like they need to do this, bro. Like we reached a point in in March and in April where you know this was like a prevalent thing. You can see this. You get Mm -hmm. on the gram, scroll through. You know, once you get done, get through all of the... We all in the house. We scared to death. We scared to death. And and this is going on. can't get no thermometers. Yeah, crazy. groceries. So headed into April, bro, when, um... when when, When do you think, like, Atlanta just was like, all right, bro, enough is enough. We going outside. Like, when do you think, like, the social... The social side of Atlanta started to kind of pop again. When you when you say it was sometime around April, right? I put April seventeenth. That's when I did my first day out blog. Okay, so my first day, I did a blog where I went to Posh. I didn't even know as much about the disease as I do now. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. Right. But I went to uh, Posh Lounge two months ago, and uh, the it, the video details. Uh, I remember I put I titled it the first day out Atlanta. Yeah. So let me look at the date on that video. This is like a moment in time, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I time stamped it, bro. You got time stamps on moments. This happened on May seventeenth. Okay, so May seventeenth. Yeah. So you got to think like, you know, we've been in the house that whole time. And when we went to from April, we was in the house from April, all of April pretty much. Basically, was, the whole April, bro, was was in the house, bro. Right. So you've been March in the house that whole time. You know, 
it's people have just you know decided not to go outside. You heard me. Mm-hmm. And now you know here we are, May coming outside, seeing what's going on, seeing what's to it, and it just seems like we have adopted a whole new way of dealing with one another. It's a whole new sort of vibe in general, just being outside in public, right? Like right. people, they social distancing. They don't want to be close to one another. That's right. People looking for their six feet. It's all kind of funny memes on the internet of people going to Walmart with hula hoops around their bodies That's taped hilarious. to their heads, bro. Yeah. And, and and it's like, you know how it is. Like, anytime any sort of phenomenon occurs in, in the culture and shit, like, niggas got to make a T-shirt. It's like a do-rag that say, give me six feet or whatever. That's hilarious. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Yo, it's, it's just always something, bro. And it's like... That. I saw I saw in twenty twenty I saw my first ever customized bonnet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I took a screen press the bonnet. Yo, bro. Shout out to the bonnet gang. It's somebody yeah. right now listening to this with an old dusty ass bonnet on. <laughs> a bonnet that says wipe me down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or with a whole bunch of them one hundreds on it. <laughs> or like the flames or some shit, Jeremy. It's a, it's a Obama. No, yeah, right. it's like cookies. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, man, you know, we coming outside. Cookies. You know, we coming outside. People, you know, starting to get back to normal. This is all after numerous Americans have been furloughed from work. Um, you know, you got the Donald Trump checks that was rolling out around that time, I believe. Yep, Donald checks rolled out around that yeah, time. Yeah, so before, Donald Dollars, March, you know, April, you gotta right? think you letting you letting you letting folks who ain't had no money, who ain't had no chance to really make no money, collect unemployment without working. And then, you know, you giving them Donald dollars too, bro. A so whole... You don't send them outside with Donald dollars, boy. And what that, what do you think happened? What I think happened once you gave people them Donald dollars? Yeah. People start fucking up the check. They just people... fucking up the bag. <laughs> people saw... The, the eagle had landed, bro. They was like, this, that was the ghetto blessing they was waiting on. Well, remember, another get blessing that we saw, a lot of people got, we still getting caught up on it. We haven't saw mm-hmm. the ramifications, but the, the loans. Yo, the yeah, the SBA, John, right? That what you're talking about? Yeah, so why? You can get the loan if you're a small business. Okay. In 2020, that's when I realized that that's how white white folks ain't got it locked. That's how they did it? Because guess what? It's considered a small business. Okay. The Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Lakers. How, how <laughs> did white people get the Los Angeles Lakers to be certified a small business, so, so, bro? They, so, so, Brian them got an SBA check, you heard me? Brian was running up them SBA loans like, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> man, a lot, man, a lot of people... During that time, they, they got caught with their hands in the cookie jar because he's like, "Yo, come on." That's terrible, man. That just that just you the that's Lakers, just, right? That's just a, a snapshot again of, of the sign of the times, man. The fact that an organization, a, a NBA sports organization, could collect the SBA check, man, and it just again, you know, people no, no it's just the, upside the, down. The biggest, the biggest basketball team too. It's not yeah, like it's, it's not upside a down, man. The, the seventeen rings. It's just upside down, bro. So, you know, again, you know, people rolling out, people outside, they spending money, they you know, they thinking that it's getting back to normal, man. Mm-hmm. But around that time, you know, we start to gather a little more information about corona and understand like, yo, how can we slow this thing down? Yeah. So Social distancing became a part of it. Wearing masks in public became a part of it. It yeah. even got to a point where, you know, the mayor and the governor of, of Atlanta or, or, well, of Georgia, well, Keisha is the mayor of Atlanta, but um, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You got um, whoever that white buddy is, Kemp something. 
Um, you know, he's the governor of the state, and he's, <laughs> he's trying to trying to trying to say like, yo, no, the 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 statewide mandate for you know requiring masks is is not. We, he trying to repeal it. He trying to stop it from happening, and, and and Keisha is on the other side of the argument. Like, hey man, you know, sit down, take a look at these facts, and tell me that you wouldn't recommend this. That you wouldn't say like, hey, um, maybe we should, you know, mandate masks. Maybe we should make it where if you want to go out in a public space, you got to wear a mask. And no, no judge will will hear the case. You know, and it's all caught up in all sort of legal back and forth mumbo jumbo, and it just is like that is current present day, one of the current events that we discussing here in August. But it just goes to show you again, you know, how little we understand about the way that Corona is affecting everything else that's going on around us, bro. Everything else that's going on around us. Then, um, before I speak on this, do me a favor. Let's look up when the George Floyd incident occurred. Let's look at that, bro. All right, let's see. Because cool. that was that was what, I, to me, that was the straw that broke the, the camel's back, bro. That was the match that started the fight. This is my this is my Jack this is Jack Kemp talking to Keisha. <laughs> no, this was playing while they're talking. All right, now Keisha, <laughs> I don't take too kindly to y'all yeah. having them citizens down there, down there in my <laughs> nice fine city. <laughs> They, we got Yo. we got a nice fine city Yo. where we drink on a promise, which is lemonade. I don't understand it, man. And and I see, I love it so much. Yeah, Keisha. people just have a different experience, you know. Like you gotta think if you grew up in a place like that, bro. Yeah. You know that's your experience. That's how you grew up. That's your that's your real life experience. That's what you know. And then you come to a place like Atlanta, like you come to the city of Atlanta. And then you try to put those two together in the same room? Come on, man. It's a recipe for disaster. It's a recipe for misunderstanding, to say the least. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It is a recipe for... So, Keisha, I'm going to make sure that you have my citizens down there in the, in the finest seersucker suits this season, Keisha. Oh, seersucker suits. You Not can't, the you can't sucker, stop bro. the city of Atlanta, Keisha. <laughs> the ball's going to keep rolling. Not the seersucker, I'm Because I'm Governor uh, Brian Kemp. Man, I just in and my I mind, like hearing you say this, I just picture that yeah. character from Django that uh, Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio. That's what that's, that's that's what I'm really tuning yeah. in when I do my Brian yeah, Kemp impersonation. Right. That's right. That's who you channeling right now. Can we have some more? Make sure that the back bacon keep going. <laughs> we gonna send them down to the stone quarry. If you take off their mask, if you make them take, if you make them put the mask on, how they supposed to breathe? How they supposed to breathe, Keisha? <laughs> I need to have the finest, the finest. <laughs> Funny man, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. They, the the, the notion, Ford. you know, the the notion of um, you know, the idea of I turn this somebody just who I feel like got some common goddamn sense yeah. and said, hey, you know, we shut the city down, we opened it back up, we opened up too early. Everybody just, I mean, be real with yourself. We yeah. can see to the point that we open up too early, dog. Because it's like... We didn't know nothing. We, we didn't know enough. We didn't know enough to be open like that. Like, I'm talking about strip clubs was open. We didn't know the mask thing. We didn't know about, like, the, how I know this much about masks compared to know back then about masks. Yeah. Don't know. Don't know. Had, had, had no idea. May 25th. Okay, May 25th, man. And... George Floyd passed away. May 25th, George Floyd passed away. Mm-hmm. Now, when what night was it that we had that little function? That was like 
June. That was like this next weekend. That was the following weekend, the first week of June, right? It was so George Floyd passed away May twenty fifth. Yeah, we had like June the sixth. Right. The reason why June the sixth is important is because that was the first night of the looting and you know the demonstrations in Atlanta getting out of hand. So picture from May twenty fifth to June sixth, it's people all across the world demonstrating. Yeah. I mean, you got pro athletes out there. You got prominent public figures saying like, "Yo, this is a problem, bro." The it, the eight-minute thing by Dave Chappelle, have you seen that? Yeah, I saw that eight minutes. Bro, eight that came, minutes? That came out, like, that came out after that came out in June. That came out, like, June, July. So... Eight minutes came it, out. I mean, if, if like I said... The people was protesting all across... You are right, though. People was protesting. We had never seen nothing world. like that. They was protesting in Houma, Louisiana. <laughs> when I saw there was protesting in Houma, Louisiana, and there was protesting in Maumee, Ohio, and that's when I knew that there was protesting everywhere. Every city, because Houma has... 3,500 people in there. Yo. So, if they organize... If 3,500 people is in one place at any given time, the percentage of them being mad about George Floyd is what? If, if especially when there's only, like, 10,000 people in the whole... Yeah. 20,000 people in the whole city, There's only 20,000 people. <laughs> so, you got to think, if, if you're talking about... if I'll put it to yeah. you like this. Let's say if you took any... If you went... I would say, I would say, but to answer your question, I would say that if, to show the sheer magnitude of it, Everybody would feel some kind of way about it because we still have people that are scared of Corona. For real, people was saying people are staying house for that, but we still have people that are going outside. Right, Corona or no Corona, and it's like, yo, mm-hmm. this is serious. We're not gonna stand for this. Yep. And you know, the sad part about it is, is that it was for a noble cause, man. Like you know, like I said, the reason why June six is important is because that was what beget like the looting and all of the, you know, yeah. demonstrating was, that was not a part of the message that we was trying to send. Yeah. Period. My, my pastor had a good uh, quote about this. He said there's three groups of people out there at these protests. Mm-hmm. Protesters, people with other agendas, and followers. That's it. So what we saw during this time yeah. was cops beating up peaceful protesters. And beating I, them down, bro. I was there. They shot. They shot. You can check my YouTube. Yeah, they're, they're shooting rubber bullets at folks, tear gas. It was like the Hunger Games. So when I went down there... <laughs> They, they no had, cap though, it was like it, it. It did definitely look like something out of a movie, bro. It was if you if you would have went to sleep in February, mm-hmm. woke up on June sixth, and yeah. turned the TV on, yeah. you would be like, "What the, the fuck? fuck? <laughs> Kobe gone? Go what the fuck? <laughs> no jobs? Fifty million people out you of work? You would be like, "Nigga, what? What the fuck just happened? Like, yeah. hold the fuck, hold the phone. You would, you would most certainly call your mom and be like, "What the fuck is? Go-? You know what I'm saying? You would try to find out, bro." Mm-hmm. That's just how big of a leap we made in that time. We went from, you know, being, you know, getting ready to start quarantine, not knowing much about this disease that's just all across the world. Yeah. And now here we are at what I feel like is, you know, we on an upward path to some big, I don't know what it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to be another race ride like the Rodney King, John. I don't know if it's going to be like some kind of civil civil war between like you know what I'm saying these mm-hmm. emboldened groups of blacks and white folks but something is a brewing bro and that June 6th was to me like the marker you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. just like when sports shut down that was like another marker on the timeline where it's like yo something big is gonna happen we don't know here we are present day still kind of just waiting in the wings like mm-hmm. We working on something. Something gonna happen, bro. And then, you know, 
the the fallout, the, like all even all of the fallout from the looting and the rioting is like mm-hmm. they burned the CNN center sign. They burned the CNN center sign. Um, they went was... up in Buckhead, ran up in uh in the icebox, bro. I was ooh, I was praying for a nice chunky chain to come across that damn goddamn that damn internet, boy. I would have man, I might would have had the J down on that. I ain't even gonna lie. Duh, I had. I had an experience where I was. I was praying for a new a new paddock, like they be saying. And shit. I'm like, bro, let me let me fuck around and get an Audemars on this bitch. The, the the whole the whole looting versus <laughs> rioting versus peaceful protesters. Yeah, was I saw that the looting when I went down there in all the videos I saw. Yeah, I hardly ever saw any cops beating up. Uh, looters. They was yeah. always beating up the peaceful protesters. Right. But they was using the looters to execute their agenda yeah. on the peaceful protesters. Remember, um, this also happened during this time. The two kids from Morehouse yeah. and Spellman. Yeah. That was videotaping uh their they had a mentally ill woman. Okay. Was on the side of the road right yeah. there in front of the Skyview downtown. Atlanta. Okay. They were like, yo, get off of her. It said someone's to that extent. Yeah. The cops was like, don't talk to me like that. Yeah. <laughs> Start whooping up on this right, new car. Whooping them. Uh, tasered the girl. Crazy. the guy. Crazy. Broke their windows. Crazy. Because they said, don't beat up this girl. Yo, the National Guard pulled up, bro. The National Guard don't mess around. When I was down there. They pulled up, bro. They pull up. They, they pull up in like F-150s. Like, hopping out. Hopping out the big body F-150s. They didn't have regular cars. I'm like, mm-hmm. what, what the hell's going on with these, with these, uh, with these um, paramilitary troops? Yeah, is down here in Georgia. We we had uh, we had protested, mm-hmm. and I was really messed up during that time, though. I realized that. Yeah, I I, I lost friends. Yeah. I have friends that were, I think, when you get older, I think drugs. You just grow out of folks? I I think, I, I feel like the friends that I lost were because of drug use in the house. <laughs> yeah. So many external phenomenon that they can't control yeah. what happened. Yeah. That, they felt like they lost everything. Yeah. Like all in all sense of the world, mm-hmm. and that just like drove a lot of people. Mm-hmm. People doing crazy yes. shit. They paranoid. Yeah, bro. you know, afraid to go outside. You know, afraid for their children, afraid for their loved ones. And it's like, I get that. That's a real thing. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. if you, if you, you know, were a person that's like considered to what what would eventually be titled as an essential worker, for example. Mm-hmm. You know, like when Corona first started, they kind of came out with the term of an essential worker, someone who is required to work during the, the coronavirus time, regardless of how you feel. Like, if you want to quit your job, you can. But guess what? You know what I'm saying? For all of us that are still going to work and not in a position to quit our jobs, we have to battle. We on the front lines dealing with the disease. And, yeah. and that's included but not limited to anyone having to do with health care. So... You know, just from that perspective alone, those people, you know, you're talking about the nurses, the doctors, the hospital staff, they are basically from, they, they living at the hospital, bro. Yeah. Living there. I know several women who had to relocate their children, mm-hmm. go live alone with no kids, they own kids somewhere else, and they going to work every day, bro. 
12 hours, 8, 9, 10, 12 hours. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Y'all, y'all you know down. what I'm saying? Pause for one second. Just wrap <laughs> your mind around that. You got to take your shorties and find somewhere for them to go, whether they stay at home, you know, whether if you got a two-parent household, they stay at home, one parent working, one not. Because, um, you know, ain't no daycare. Um, a lot of Instagram daycare going on yo, at, at that time. Period. I feel like a lot of people is just reaching out to their network. Yeah, period. See if you can watch kids. Period. Period. <laughs> who, who got a hot 12 hours yo, by themselves. And, and trying to make a little money. Yeah, who got 12 hours? <laughs> <laughs> and you, you are yeah. right. trying to make a couple little bucks, but then go long. Hold, let me, on, let me, hold got, these shorties. I'll be right back, I'll be dog. right back, bro. And, and it's just like that is the sign of the times, man. And, and, and you know... You know, long story short, like I said, June 6th, tipping point. Craziness going on. People riding in the streets. They looting in Buckhead. They tearing up the city of Atlanta. Who, at the time, you know, Keisha, she asked a question. She was like, why are y'all doing this? Yeah. Like, what do this have to do with us? Keisha, Keisha tripping. Uh, I, I think Keisha was asking the questions, but she was, I was, t- I tell you, she, I felt- she just wanted to know. Like okay, Atlanta, why, bro? Like what, what, why? She, Keisha, Keisha, you know why, Keisha? Though that's yeah, what I was you do, but she did also know why, cause it's like, you oh, know we why. had enough. We had enough. If you it, look, if, if uh, let's let's reverse roles for a second. Like let's say, had that been a white person, yeah, and I, and I even hate to to use this juxtaposition, but you know, if you are a white person, right? Yeah. And you go outside, you minding your business, a black police officer put his foot on your or or knee on your neck for eight minutes and you die. Yeah. What's more likely to happen, bro? Like, do you think that everybody would just be like, mm, oh well, another dead white person? Or would there be some unprecedented change in regards to the way that policing works, in regards to the way that oh. peace officers are are hired and screened? See, this is this is like this is where I feel like the the Democrats that wouldn't require a demonstration. That wouldn't require any sort of political. No, it would be done. It would be done. It would be like it would oh, be done in a second. It would be done in the drop of a hat. So what happens though with the Democratic Party is that they're very they're not progressive. They're more moderate. I mm-hmm. think in our political system, mm-hmm. they support the structure. They're in with the police. Right. So I I was thinking about a visual meme. Right. Imagine. This is a visual meme. Black man dying mm-hmm. uh, by police brutality. Mm-hmm. Keisha, like, let's figure it out. Yeah. Let's go slow. Um, black people and others, because mm-hmm. it's black people and black, because it's that not video? just black folks. Because remember that video from Mesa, Arizona? Yeah. It's a white dude that got died. That, gunned um, down in the hotel. Y'all. Yeah, look. gunned down. Long story short, the man that you know, they come in a hotel. I always look his name up too. By yeah, the way, I, yeah, you know? we. I would like to say his name because that's important. You know, you got to say these folks' but, names, man. Say uh, this, this. The guy was Daniel Shaver. Okay, Daniel Shaver. We saying everybody else's name. You know, we're going to say his name too. Yeah. Um, long story short, the man is laying in the hotel room on the floor. The uh, the armed police officer, who's not just armed with a handgun, has an assault rifle, a high powered assault rifle with a scope. Mm-hmm. Shoots this man to to smithereens. Just shoot the man up in the hallway, and he's compliant. He laying on the ground crying. It, I'm not. I wasn't there, but I'm pretty sure he pissed his pants, bro. I would have to say that it's a, in it's that situation. So sad with how yeah, he died, bro. It's tragic, and it's on tape. And it, and it's a whole big conspiracy. It's a whole big conspiracy behind it too, because he got he he 
got fired from the police force. Yeah. And he the trial went through. They mm-hmm. decided that he wasn't guilty. He got mm-hmm. rehired on just to get retirement. He's mm-hmm. getting $36,000 from the state right now every year in right. his early 30s. Wow. Slow roll all that. Right. Whenever whenever the Dems in the big-time positions see that happening, mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we got to figure out, we got to go committee, we got to do another survey. Yeah. But when we mess up the Gucci store, they go crying. Yeah. Oh, don't mess up the Gucci store. And they right. saying, the, the, like, come on, hold on, bro. Thank you, man. Thank you. Where's your thank heart you for, Thank you for framing it like that. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, what does that really matter? Like, what, you know, the question, all of this stuff transpiring the way that it did is so perfect. And it's so just, like, fitting for the universe to pose the question to all of us, like, what do you really value, bro? Like, what is really that important? Is it is it that big of a deal that we that that they ran up at Icebox, that they fucked up Dior and the Gucci stuff? Or what is more important is the value that we place on human life. White, black, pinstripe, polka dot, purple, Dude. whatever color you want to call it, do you value human life, yes or no? That's the question. And also another part that I think a lot of people do you stop and think and be like, hmm. And also, also I want to put in there: Do you value that this is state sponsored? It's another thing when it's the citizen tree, yeah, that's been doing things, yeah. But when the state is and this government, you know, is complicit in the kill in these crimes, um, in this brutality, and all these cops that during these protests during George Floyd that beat up black beat up black people. Killed, uh, remember that white girl died in yep. uh, Columbus, Ohio? Yep. yep. Uh, that black, that white dude died in um, Denver. Yep. There were some people that got ran over. Police officers ran over people in San Jose. Craziness. New York City, the police uh-huh. were bus- busted this girl's Y'all, hear, y'all hear all the places he's saying, right? This is all across the country. Across uh, the country. A- Asheville, North Carolina, there's peaceful protesters. Yep. They had bottles of water. The police came through. Yep. Start knocking over the medic tent and were stabbing <laughs> bottles of water. Yo. And they're not crying about that. Ain't nobody mad. They're crying about the Gucci store. So, so to me, it's nothing but Bull Connors with a um, with a black face on it. Because <laughs> Keisha could had the whoop ass stick. Yeah. Open. She yeah. turned it. She turned the whoop ass stick, the faucet, open. Yeah. She was had people shooting at me, dog. Yeah. And and, and I'm I am. Not looting, non-threatening, non-threatening. I want. I'm like demanding equal justice. Yes, and for demanding right, equal the, justice, just, just talking about equality, just trying to have a discussion. They said the, a curfew, the, and right. then they said that everybody, we gonna whoop your ass if after, if you come out here after, after a certain curfew. time. And and it, it was kind of shocking to me how cool people was with that, how people was how because I thought for sure that that would have been. The moment where we like, what we I can't go outside. What here I come? Here I, yeah, but now people are like, no, if you don't, don't go outside. Like yeah, so many people scared. Yeah, because what are we protecting? Outside. You know, what are we protecting at that point? They already locked us in the house. Yeah, they already taken away jobs and, and resources from people who need it. Yeah, you know, we lock we come back outside because y'all said we could. Yeah, then this happens. It don't go the way y'all thought it was going to go. And now we can't, what? We can't come outside. And if we do, you're going to do what? You're going to whip ass. And they did that for weeks. For weeks. And how long do you, how long do you think 
So it's still currently in effect. There, every time something happens, there's another curfew that's implemented. It, like I said, and, it, it, and, and that, just again, is just another little piece of tinder that we're throwing in the fire. So by the time you get to now, present day, what do you think is more likely to happen? If they were to, if they were to try to instate some sort of martial law or say, like, hey, you know what, we're going to quarantine y'all again this time instead of it being a, a mandated month or whatever, it's going to be two months. You, you can't go. You can't be anywhere out in the public space. What do you think is going to happen? You think people are just going to be like, all right, well, back in the house we go. Or because you see how it is now. When you go outside, it's tons of folks outside. Like I was driving around last night, just Saturday night in Atlanta, bussing. Yeah. Thousands of folks standing outside, drinking, smoking, doing their thing, you know, enjoying their life. You know what I'm saying? Enjoying the liberties that have been granted to us by people who laid their lives down on the line for us to be able to do this ignorant ass shit. <laughs> and so, talking about people celebrating. And put, uh, for celebrating people that laid their life on the line, I think it's a good idea to transition mm-hmm. to Juneteenth. Yeah, All yeah, right. for sure we need to June, touch on that, bro. Juneteenth happened. During this time of the protests, people are coming out saying Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Uh, I saw for the first time Delta They painting said, Black Lives Matter in the streets. They, they, they doing it big. And then Juneteenth happened. Changing the name of streets and shit. Were you, yeah, were you surprised how many people came out and said they didn't know about Juneteenth and they were in leadership positions in black America? No, no. I was I was no. shocked. I was disappointed, but I wasn't shocked. How do you make it to be a, like, I'm, like trying, I'm trying to make myself, like, us people that I heard about that were big time, yeah. like, like, Prominent uh, social figures, cause, man. Cause do you think do you think we should like how do you feel about outing them? Does that does, does this? No, nah, well, I don't know. I mean, like you know, you want I, I, me personally, I want anybody that's hearing this to do some kind of legwork because even yeah. you see how even during this podcast, like we using Google, like we yeah. miss speaking on some things, yeah. But then also using the internet to educate ourselves, just as a way to demonstrate to you, the listener, that hey, you can do this too. Like, if you don't understand what's going on, you got questions about what's going on in the world, even though the internet sometimes can be a crazy place still, use your Google machine, bro. Use your Google machine. Use your Google machine. God gave us a Google machine. Use that bitch. I, I, I totally agree. Use, use your how Google the, box, the, man. The, God damn. How, how disconnected are, are they? Very, very much so. If you got access to the Google machine, I don't see why you would not use the damn thing. But also, how? But not. But certain things that Google ain't gonna tell you about. Yeah, that is true. You know, they try to keep. You know, they try to uh, throttle some of the information as well. And you had to know them people to get invited. That's true to the Juneteenth uh, festivities. Because I mean, the idea of not knowing what Juneteenth is is kind of upsetting. But at the end of the day, that just is again another snapshot of the current state of. America, even though that's yeah. been going on, people been acting like they don't know what Juneteenth is, and then trying to ride the wave on the actual day of June Juneteenth. So right. it's like I get that. I'm disappointed in it. I'm not necessarily upset or emboldened by it, but I am disappointed in your behavior. And you, you know, you heard it here first, nigga. You, nigga, you tripping. <laughs> you tripping, tripping, nigga. Get, get, you need your ass whooped. You, who you raised been you? Out, listen, listen, you been hanging out in the Hamptons to me. Yeah, Sundays, who bro. raised you? So this is a problem with these cats, right? Whoop, let's talk. Let's talk about these cats. No right? more hot sauce for you. You, you, you got to take the next three barbecues off. You heard me. Your ass you ain't coming. Got, you gotta bring 
Don't call ice, your grandma. But l- listen, you got to bring the ice and the drinks <laughs> to every barbecue, plus don't, a dish. Don't, don't touch no macaroni and cheese that my mama done made, goddammit. Don't bring your ass over here asking for a plate because the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, don't you come to no more motherfucking barbecues till we say you can come back in the house. Because your ass is out the fucking house. <laughs> period. Period, period, period. Look. We, t- we 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 tried like you you got at least a little bit of suspension. Yeah, you got to get your ass. You got to get your wrist slapped, dog. Yeah, they can, no. they that's a yeah, strike that's a, on your black card. You, they got to cut a, at least what? a piece of that bitch off of them. We should have like a uh, clip the little end off that bitch so we know you you uh not knowing Juneteenth ass niggas. <laughs> <laughs> we got to cut your shit off there, boy. All right, so straight we, up. So so I think we should have like. No, I think it should be like a, a thing that um, we should talk about. <laughs> yeah, bro. When we start talking about people and how they come into the culture I'm Ken and everything, Cole. yeah, we need to talk about um, what should be their uh, their citizen, right? Yeah. So, so. Uh, what's the name of the court, bro? I don't even. I, I want to call it something, but I ain't gonna say that. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you ride the wave right now. What's the name of the court? Uh, this coon court. <laughs> okay. You've been out here cooning uh, just a little bit. The cooning court, boy. You even spent too many summers in the Hamptons. Too many. If you would have came down to Atlanta in the month of June, you would have known about Juneteenth. You would have had to have known. You would have had to You could just known. smell it as soon as you crossed the state line. You're a little bit too out of touch. Out so, of touch. So a sentence... And not using your goddamn Google machine. Not using it. And then you got to put on for your people. If you put on for a little bit more of the people... Yeah. So wouldn't have this problem. Coon Court sentencing for <laughs> all you black folks that didn't hear about Juneteenth to this year. Yeah, we're just gonna slap on the wrist. Slap on the wrist. Yeah, just I restitution. Mean, to be to be honest with you, there should be an additional penalty for any one of those that's out there celebrating July Fourth and mm. not participating in Juneteenth at all. Oh, if you if you didn't participate in Juneteenth this year. Cause they out there, bro. They out there. And you did some like them Izod wearing ass niggas. They yeah. out there. That them, is. Them uh, nautical polo wearing ass niggas. Them uh, what is it? Um, you know that Pentagonia wearing ass shit, nigga. I'm gonna let you. <laughs> that's a that's that's a that's a uh, misdemeanor. Yeah. That's a misdemeanor in Coon Court. Cause you oh, can yeah, get your ass off your jet. fine, bro. You paying the fucking fine. But cause next year you're gonna have to come back Juneteenth, bro. You got to. You got to come you got back. To. And give it. You got to. So anyway, Coon Court. <laughs> long story long story short man you know people out here doing this Lo, was that funny is... was Coon Court funny was that, was that funny Lo, Lo over there on his Google machine <laughs> right tell y'all to explore page man. oh man anyway <laughs> the point I'm trying to make is that all of this shit going on in light of you know despite you know we got all of these black folks dying in the public space and they nobody uh. really seem to be too upset about it man you know what? You no know else. I was happened during that time that I was a little bit kind of confused about. Yeah. Versus. Oh yeah, yeah versus was a thing. Technology. We're also experiencing race, racism and technology. I tell you mm. why. Instagram didn't give a damn about black people and what we were doing. Yo, but and let me. How we were. So Instagram. Instagram. You know. 
I do feel like they kind of dropped the ball a tiny little bit. You know, they had like their little header on there, like what we doing about you know Black Lives Matter and all no, that. No, before that, I'm talking about like they didn't they didn't run the audio right for this is where I'm now. This is different from Black Lives Matter. Yeah, Black Lives Matter fits underneath police brutality. Yeah, which fits underneath the larger umbrella of racism in mm-hmm. America. Okay, and part of this racism in America umbrella that we need to talk about is the lack of response to our demands yeah. by big corporations. Oh, yeah. I, by example, about how Instagram couldn't get the verses audio right. And they didn't give a damn about getting the audio right for verses. <laughs> they dropped the ball on verses, man. That's, a, right. that's that's for us. You know, we like we, crea- we created verses. It was too much verses. for us, but it was too much for us, so they didn't care. Yeah, we so created imagine, verses, and so, it got big, and then everybody started participating in it, just like everything else that we be making, bro. Yeah. We be coming out with the coldest shit, yeah. and everybody come out, and they just like, oh, this is so decent. Oh, this is so great. And, but, and, and, and black people, you know what I'm saying? We just going to come out with some more shit. So if you listening to this... You thought Versus was cool, motherfucker? Wait till you see what else we got cooking for your ass. <laughs> We're gonna come out with some more shit. And y'all gonna try to ride the wave, too. And guess what? It's not gonna stop. As long as we walking this earth, we're gonna continue to come out with cold shit, bro. We're never not gonna come out with shit that's revolutionary so, and awesome, so, bro. You, you, you probably agree with me. Yeah. If Taylor Swift, all right, mm-hmm. instead of Swiss Beats, had started Versus, <laughs> would it still be Versus? Two weeks later, they would fix all the audio issues. It would have been busting. It would have been busting on TV. It would have been on TV. They all be like, Ver- NBC, all like that tonight shit. on Versus. Yeah, we have Ed Sheeran versus show. Taylor Swift. You're right, live, live, live and shit. Crystal clear audio, but we had lost a dope versus through this. We lost a couple of them. Yeah, like Teddy Riley. That was the, Ooh, boy. Ooh, man. Ooh, the Teddy Riley verses and how Because, I, I mean, you know, if you grew up around a certain time, like, you heard that verses were coming out, that probably got you hyped just a tiny little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little... That's oh, a, damn. But, but that's oh, me, but that happened that. because Instagram... That you didn't was expecting to no, know. I wasn't ready for that, man. That was, ooh-wee, that took me out. So, so they didn't care, though. <laughs> so this is an example of racism that people didn't understand. Yeah. Racism is also about care for those who are underneath you and lack of care of those underneath you who are black. Yeah. So if we got a million people have tuned in to see black artists, but they don't even take the time to figure it out on their end, and I like how Norm and we still kept going. I like what you talk about. Like I said, we like, hey, we can, hey, it's not gonna stop, bro. And then we also, and what we did as black people, what they did is that shout out to them, mm-hmm. shout out to Swiss Beats, shout out to Timber Timberland. Mm-hmm. If you listen out here, thank y'all. I like how you, y'all took it from Instagram, and now they're doing it on Apple TV. Hey, they got that Apple bag. You know what hey, I'm saying? They got you know, that they, they big leveled bag. up. They leveled up, and it's like that's what we're gonna do, bro. Like I said, we're gonna we're gonna continue to revolutionize. We're gonna continue to to bring new hey. products to the market. And the only thing that's missing from the pie, like I was saying before, you know, in my personal like from my seat in the room, the only thing that's really missing from the equation is how we need to do more of getting on, getting in these rooms, and just. If you're going to walk out of the room, cool. Leave the door open. Don't close the door. Yeah. Don't close the door. If (laughs) you you walking in the room, 
you know, you're gonna have these discussions. You may or may not walk out with the bag. If you do walk out with the bag, leave the door open. Bring the homies with you. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Don't be like, hey. The appropriate hear, homies. Yeah, I'll I be walking in the room. I hear, I hear this sound. I hear the. <laughs> The, I was like, don't we close that door? Y'all yeah, right. count money in there, bro. Right, you know what I'm saying? Count money and, that, and that'd be my thing, man. On whatever level you trapping on, whether it be, you know yeah. what I'm saying, the basic level or you way up there with the apples and the, you know, yeah. and the big corporations of the world, if you're a person of color and you walk into that room, man, I feel like it's your duty or your obligation to open the door and hold the door open for the appropriate homies, you know? Yeah. And it just is like, that is what we need more of, just so that if we gonna separate, like if that's what y'all talking about, like, if we talking about it getting to the point where, you know, we want to have our own things just as people of color in America, that's what it's going to take. Like, that's the infrastructure that it's going to be built on, right? Like, if you got some sort of platform, you know what I'm saying, you got some sort of product that you bring in the market and it's creating opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, that's a part of your job. You know what I'm saying? In my personal opinion, I'm saying this from my personal seat in the room. If you believe otherwise, we could discuss it or, to be honest with you, I don't get no fuck. That's funny. <laughs> but, um... It yes. was it was a techno it was a technology entertainment show show some racism. Um just like Instagram got the hating on Demon Time, bro. You talk about Demon Time, they talk I didn't even know about Demon Time. Demon Time was a virtual show. I had to club educate you about Demon Time, bro. Yeah, you edu- thank you for the edu- knowledge. The but the, the backstory behind Demon Time is just so fitting for because I believe I think it was um one of one of Diddy's kids was involved in it. And uh, I think one other cat, and um, they basically was the ones that put on for Demon Time. Mm-hmm. We would have to go to the internet. We would have to use our Google machine to to accurately describe, you know, how Demon Time came about. But the whole premise is that during Corona times, strip clubs are shut down. The, the booty clappers can't make no money. So how can we put on for the ass clappers of the world? Well, let's make an Instagram after dark where, you know what I'm saying, once the, ta- once the hashtag go up, once the live come on, you know, Shorty gonna post that Cash App link in there, bro. And she yes. gonna go to work. Yes. And she gonna go to work. Yes. And, and for the amount of yes. time. <laughs> yes. Yes. And for the amount of time yes. that is going on, yes. you know, yes. you're not obligated to tip, but it's just like being in the club. But you at the crib and you're watching it on the phone or, you know, you're watching it on whatever it is that you're using to entertain so, yourself. So during quarantine, also, you gotta keep in mind, Lil Boosie. Um, this is some a hot take I had recently. Yeah. The hot take I had when when Outkast came out and Lil Boosie came out around the same time. Yeah, Boosie got out of jail the same time Outkast re, 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 had a reunion, like yeah. four or five years ago. And at that time, I was telling people Boosie is going to be a bigger cultural thing than Outkast is going to be. People are like, what? No, you him on live. Whoa, Be, there wasn't even a live four or five years it ago. It wasn't. But I just knew. That Boosie was going to how somehow figure out a way yeah, to profit to, off of this. It, to be trending. Yeah. He is a walking trending topic. And during this time, Boosie had some. This was Boosie's season, I believe. I got a picture of Boosie during the pandemic. <laughs> um, Boosie was still going out. Yeah. Boosie had on no mask. No mask. Boosie was definitely smoking weed and eating chicken at the bowling alley. Yeah, man. So shout out to all his people. White, white Rolls Royce. I remember Boosie was coming out and he was doing entertainment during his time. He was coming out giving people $1,000 to get naked on on a live. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, bro. $1,000 for the pussy or something like that. Yeah, man. OnlyFans was popping. OnlyFans became a thing, which Only- is like out of there now, bro. Like, OnlyFans is just so, like, 
I don't even know, man. I think it's popular in certain corners of the internet, but people are aware. That's what I'll say. People are aware. So much so that just like anything else, you know what I'm saying, they start to associate people who may or may not have OnlyFans with the perception of OnlyFans, where it's like people get on there, they show they, you know, they show whatever they're going to show, and people pay to see know it. What I, know what I know has happened during this pandemic? What? X videos, our <laughs> website, they took down Ebony. Oh, categories. for real? Let me check. Let me check right now. I think last Yo, time I checked. Yo, you gotta do some deep diving to even know that, bro. <laughs> Xvideos.com. You gotta do a deep dive to even if know that. If you go there, like you gotta you be look, searching for it and, and can't find it. And you look, T-Money. I got my categories open for yeah, X money. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking. It's in alphabetical order now. So it, we made it, it to the M's. We lay, All right, so. Okay, that go D C, and then C. Cum shot. D, drunk. No E for ebony. F for fisting. Fist. <laughs> and then F for fucked up family. Okay, all right. So, all right, so let's just call a timeout right here. Like, all right, the fact that we even had to go into this subject is like, Again, you know, just another snapshot of the times uh, in America, boy. Could you, if somebody told you 20 years ago that there would be no more ebony porn, <laughs> that they took, they would took away, that they would got that sensitive? Yo, man. That the world has no more ebony porn? None, bro. What this, in this particular corner of the internet, is is it ceased to exist. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, if it's not on X videos, it don't exist, bro. It don't. They had ebony porn, like, like in, in February. And wow. then so during Black History Month it was up there. For sure. There's a special category. <laughs> but then but Black History Month passed and they were like, "All right, we can These these are these, when Black when the See, this is the thing, right? Yeah. They gave us everything during this time. Yeah. It was but a they, lot of folks that that that's how they was making it, bro, but male they, and female. They still haven't what yeah, but that's how they were getting through. But what I mean by that is they given us all this during this time. They given us they took away ebony porn. Dang. They took away, um, they had people that's not going to, Simpsons characters said they weren't going to um, be, uh, they are going to play their race. You yeah. had other voice actors say they're not going to be so, so YZ. Yeah. They're like, oh, we hear you. You're killing, you're, you're getting killed by the police. Okay, no more ebony porn. You're like, hold on. That's the response. <laughs> yes, bro. Like, no, we still want it right. anymore. So what's more likely to happen? Like, for those of the, the, the purveyors of the porn universe, if you don't get no more black porn and that's, like, your shit, like, that's your kink or whatever, and they take it away from you, how do you feel? You want to go outside and tear up some shit? <laughs> I'm, I'm asking you. No, if you want to go outside and burst some it shit make, down? It, no, it make me tear some shit because it's no, it is. If you you want to knock some shit over? A little bit want to knock some shit over. I'll tell you why, <laughs> T. Because they took away that, and they put Black Lives Matter on the streets. Yeah. But they still haven't defunded the police. They still haven't. They still haven't arrested the killers, I'll be honest with you. They still have not, bro. You know, we're talking about but defunding they the police. Ebony, they took away Ebony porno? Mm-hmm. Does that sound like, does that sound like the American you want to live one, in, bro? One of these do not belong. <laughs> Which one of these do not belong? No, bro, this is not. This is not um, yeah, it's a sick, sad world, man. It's a sad time when, when you know, that's going on, but you know the truth of the matter is, is that yeah, it's a lot of injustices. You know, racially, socially, you know, economically, and this has been just like the undertone for America since we really became America. Mm-hmm. But I think what you seeing now today, present day, in you know August third, when y'all hear this, is a culmination of technology being in the right people's hands. Mm-hmm. You know. 
people just flat out plain being sick and tired. Mm-hmm. And a lot of niggas not having nothing better to do, bro. Nothing better to do, bro. <laughs> like, they ain't got nothing better to do. So when you talk about idle time, you give them the internet, you know what I'm saying, and, and you just let them figure out what has been going on. That gave everybody an opportunity to kind of pull their face out of the fan, kind of pull their heads out of the sand and figure out, like, yo, what? This going on? Like, what? Like, this you know, happening? That's happening? So what? So, during 2020, you know, a lot of cats was trying to figure out what's going on. This is what they did. Yeah. They went They went and they went and they got ready for the drama. They were like, <laughs> I don't know what's about to go on outside, yeah. but we got the goddamn yo, strap up. Yo, because people and was buying guns crazy, crazy. I just came, and also they had um, harvest. People was growing stuff on their property. Yeah, man. I think that um, people getting creative, you know, finding ways to feed themselves, finding ways to, you know, kind of protect themselves from the fray. Cause it's yep. like, you got to think, man. It's a lot of craziness going on. We don't know what's gonna pop off next. You know, oh, we, we, we hey, can't, we talk about craziness. Twenty twenty, we can't talk about twenty twenty. I'll talk about. I just IG. hope that I just hope that any of them school shooters out there, they kink is not ebony porn, and they look at X videos, because you ain't got no ebony porn, and you already a school shooter. <laughs> like, you probably gonna blast some shit. And you could get it banging. Oh, man, it's over with. I just, just, you know what I'm saying? Just to circle back around to your point, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, they ain't got your shit in there. <laughs> they ain't got your shit in there. You know, how, you know how betrayed you feel when you go to the grocery store and they ain't got your favorite snacks, my nigga? We'll talk about my feelings about when I went on there and there wasn't no more ebony porn. <laughs> yeah, we had discussed that <laughs> on another podcast. But I'm saying all of that to when, say this. But I want to shoot up a school if it... If, that if you were trigger? a school shooter, like if you was that type of nigga. <laughs> you never know what in a, in a school shooter's mind before they actually do, go do it. I imagine their last thought something fucked up like, oh, man. Yeah. The middle of this toaster strudel is cold. <laughs> Mad as fuck. Mad as fuck. And it's just like, that's a, that's a straw that I just don't understand back. it, man. I feel so sad. You know what I'm saying? We Obviously, we make in light of a very serious topic. You understand this. If you clicked on this, you knew we was going to talk a whole bunch of shit. Yeah. So you better not get butt hurt. But wait, if you get no, butt hurt, if you get like butt hurt, shoot, right? If you like get, we're not pro school shooting. Bro. No, we're we not. Say that? No, no, no. I'm just, I'm qualifying it, even though I probably shouldn't qualify it. You should know if you clicked on this that you're going to hear some shit that might offend you. But anyway, the point I'm trying bro, to make is, is it offensive to say that school shooters, you don't know what triggers them? They could That's not that's the truth. They could have got people burnt are my offended ash. by that. They like, "Oh no, it's so, oh, you know what? Niggas up in arms about the truth, bro." You know what? You know what? I really do got to be sensitive cuz some people will be like, "No, there's a com- community and a uh impact then you then you might have uh you might have the governor get on there be like He like See, this is what happens when you give. Here we go again. This is this is your governor Brian Kemp, and I have an important mission about school shootings. Oh man, it's, it's when we give the Negros the right to vote and the right to bear arms. I know they blaming us, <laughs> like we the ones that go and shoot schools. So up. yeah, so yeah, so yeah, it's a it's a, it's a sensitive I, subject. I would say right? it is a sensitive subject, but you know, I'm gonna say all of that to say this, man. Like, um. Yeah, crazy shit going down, bro, and that's one of them. What, what, like dating during twenty twenty? It wouldn't be. You, I'm a, you can't talk about twenty twenty for me, but I talk about twenty twenty being for good and bad, being a reup season. Man, a lot of times. Yeah, I would say that. Um, just like you know, people was profiting and, and prospering during hot girl summer, people were definitely, definitely 
prospering during Corona times. So I got, so I had this girl <laughs> that I was dating, right? People, people were making a killing during Corona times. They it was so many, so many lonelies. So, I'm a, so much lonely. Let me get, I, let me tell our story, bro. We're gonna take, this, <laughs> we're gonna take this podcast to the next level. Yeah. I told, I had this girl that I told you this. She, she came to my attention. You allegedly, you, you. Allegedly had. Don't be on here snitching on yourself, bro. Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. And this girl and had You may or may not have had. Uh, may may or right. may not may or may not have not mm. talked to this person at, since At some point November. or another. You know what I'm saying? May have not talked to this person since November. Correct. And I may or may not have got texts around end of March. <laughs> When the when uh, in the March early April uh, when they shut down may let, may or may not have shut down this person's job yeah and they're like uh, quarantine and chill yeah they may not have may or may not have sent that to me I would believe that that's that you know I'll buy that for a dollar it was a, it was a very <laughs> interesting time to just double yeah, back yeah I would I, I believe that I'll, I'll buy it for a dollar man what I could say is is that hey you know what you know some things transpired yeah some of us prospered. Yeah, some of us did not. Some of us didn't. <laughs> That's all what? I'm gonna say. So, what side of the fence did you end up on? You know I, what I'm saying? You and you know, if you're listening to this, you know the answer for yourself. You know the answer for yourself. Some, you know, some people that's in committed relationships. You know what I'm saying? They got babies on the way, bro. Do you yeah, think it was people, real? So, corona was real. Corona. If you end up, if you got a baby during this Corona, you. Are a risk taker <laughs> on a risk. level that I cannot understand, bro. Because no there's no jobs, and you and you out here re- uh, reproducing this shit. Yeah, you furloughed and reproducing, bro. Like you, right, but God I'm knows. good. I'm good. Um, online dating Bustin'. was was busting, <laughs> but Bustin'. but there's certain things that are whack. Yeah, um, like online dating. <laughs> it's also whack too. Yeah. Uh, well, so people, people, some people are whack. But you can't avoid whack people, but I, I just, uh, yeah, I, fo- I saw that during the corona. You just got to have, like, your stick and move game on point. You got to be ready to, to slip and, and shoot the jab. You know what I'm saying? That's funny. Yeah, you got to be ready to move quick because they'll find you, bro. Like, people, you know, they let everybody. It wasn't just the cool folks that came back outside. They let everybody back outside, including the loony bins and the mm-hmm. lonelies and the not so mentally stable, bro. Mm-hmm. And they all put them back in the pot at one time. And like I said, you know, it's another snapshot of the time. It's just letting you know what's going on out here in the world, bro. And like to, you know, to just kind of put a cap on the whole dating note. I, I, how can I say this? Like one thing that I thought was a positive comment out of the whole Corona situation, and then like all of the protesting and things like that, was the idea that people kind of started to. Well, we had already kind of been doing this, but people really started to advance the narrative of like like black people coming together and like having healthy relationships and mm-hmm. communicating more in a in an open way with one another and like black love and all of this stuff. And that mm-hmm. that for me in my you know consumption of the outside world was a very prevalent message and it's like cool man. I'm glad we got at least some kind of positive vibes going out of all of this ridiculous ass shit that's going on. You know what I'm saying? If you if you a black person out here in the world, you should be loving black people automatically. That's a part of your job. You know what I'm saying? But also, you know, to let people know, like, look, we're not going to stop doing this. You know right. what I'm saying? We're not going to stop supporting one another. We're not going to stop doing any of that shit that y'all hate, whoever you is. Right. It, it, if you're hearing this and this, uh, and this, uh, you know, grinding your gears, oh, the fuck well. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We're not going to stop doing none of this shit that we Can't stop, going to stop. Uh-uh. Hell no. Nah, none of that shit going to happen. So, 
yes, I'm glad that that was like one of the things that was at the top of like, I guess the hashtags. You know what I'm saying? Like you know how on Twitter they got the hashtags or whatever. I'm glad that was right up there at the top, bro. Just like, black excellence, black lives matter, equality, black love. You know, yeah. if you are a person that's consuming the internet in that way, like you heard those some some of those messages and it's like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Yeah. Cause that's what you needed to get through it, bro. That's what we needed to get through all of this bullshit that's been going on. Talk about it. Um, and now we're into July. Yeah, headed into uh, headed into what? June, into July, August. August. If we go mm. July, I think I learned so much about the Corona that I didn't know. Mm. Even even and though I, did it make you uncomfortable a little bit? Yeah, I got uncomfortable being around large groups of people all of a sudden mm. during during April. After I came May, I came back outside. Mm-hmm. May, I was kind of I was with it. I was with a lot being around a lot of people compared to July and going mm-hmm. to August. Now I'm mm-hmm. definitely not as comfy as I once was. Right in this month, as I was in the earlier earlier months. Yeah. Um, July during the Juneteenth celebration, Donald Trump held a rally, and some of the fruit of that rally has come to bear in July. We lost. Former uh, presidential candidate Herman Cain died 74, 74? I thought it was, se- wasn't it? Yeah, I was about to say, I thought it was 74. Yeah, he was 74 years old, and he was a cancer survivor. Mm. And the Rona got him. And Rona, Herman Cain was born in 1945, December nigga, that 13th, Rona, nigga. July, July, July 30th, 2020, in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. Uh, he had two children. He was a Morehouse graduate. Yeah. Black black college man. Uh passed away. Mm. I am okay with black people being Republican because yeah. I feel like we gotta definitely ha- we just can't act like we just wanna sell ourselves to one political party. Yeah, so I'm man. I bro, that just makes common sense, right? Right. Like I'm not I'm not mad about anybody who is choosing a side, whether it be red or blue or whatever, but like right. You know, my thing is, is like, if the common sense is missing from the discussion, if we just gonna completely dismiss all of the other ideas, mm-hmm. bro, always gotta be able to consider. So when I see somebody mm-hmm. that's been a red is supposed to blue, I say, okay, maybe they 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 consider another idea. Let's see what's going on. Yeah, but maybe never, they have a different set of values, a different set of upbringing or whatever. So I'm not mad at you if you want to go over there. Maybe they're trying to change that culture. Maybe they see some things in there that they... Because I heard this from um, people like, no, I like the red team. Mm-hmm. But there's certain things that go on in the red team. And I feel like I'm in that part, too. That going in the red team yeah. that I really can't get down with. Facts. But I see where y'all going. I get it. When it comes down to yeah. taxes, when it comes down to... A lot of things. I see how y'all red team members is moving. Herman sure. King, big member of the red team, sure was participating in a in something that he he taught me a lesson because the mask culture, not having masks and people not wearing masks. Yeah, because that's it's a it's a, a slither of the population who just is like fuck that mask, bro. They they and it's like hey yo fuck you man that's crazy. They they caught they caught a lot of misinformation. Because remember, during the beginning, the CDC didn't say that you had to wear a mask. Yeah, they didn't. They, they was waffling whether or not we was going to have to wear it. The, the the thing about it is this. I'll put it to you like this, bro. Like, if somebody said to you, hey, you may or may not have a chance to, to, to acquire this disease mm-hmm. if you go outside maskless. Like, the opportunity for you to become infected by this is high. This one and I you know this going outside. This is what I want to say. 
That's true. But a lot of times, people only remember the first thing that you told them. That's true. I've done this in sales before mm-hmm. where I've told somebody the wrong one piece of information yep. at the beginning. That's why you mm-hmm. got to always know your shit before you tell people. Yeah, just don't even speak on it if you don't. It's in that particular you know avenue yeah. of, of what you're doing, what you you know professional space, like, yes, for sure. And people, I think people are treating that like the mask, too. Some people, yeah. the first thing they heard from the mask when it was brought up was it doesn't help. So now they're still sticking to that little piece of ignorance. And that cost Herman Cain's life, I feel like. He yeah. passed away recently. That, that is true, bro. You know what I'm saying? And, and quiet is kept, you know. The, even the way that they classify in, like, death, like, when they write it on the death certificates, it's shrouded in ambiguity because, like, somebody could die. Somebody could go swim in the Pacific Ocean, get bit by a shark, and die. But if they had coronavirus, then it's a corona-related death. I heard that. They had some cases like that. That, that's so, that is so jacked up to me. Uh, we we noticed that in America where they have we have yeah. this culture where people can, um, they want to make it bigger to scare people. Mm. It, I feel like they have an agenda behind it, which is good holistically, like to kind of guide the market a little. Yeah, bit. guide it like yeah. oh, we gonna nudge the numbers this way. But at the same time, bro, when you create any kind of fudging the numbers, it, it creates distrust. Yeah, if you cook in the co- books, man, that, people lose their lives. <laughs> Herman Cain, rest in peace, example, Morehouse grad, Yo, lost his life. Yeah, due salute, to salute, bro. Salute to Herman Cain, man, salute, but salute, God man. damn, your president got you murked. Got your ass. Whack, boy. <laughs> whack, whack. <laughs> whack, God damn, man. Yeah, and then, you know, and to, uh, like, even to just put a cap on that whole topic, like, the way that people was reacting to it on the internet, like, you see people in the comments like, good, serves him right for being a Republican. No, nobody deserves Turning, to die. Uh, right, nobody deserves to die. Especially man. for being a Republican, bro. There, there, there are worse things you could do. There's worse things in there's way worse things that you can do, bro. Mm. Like, I'm not too impressed when like people that are on the blue team don't even acknowledge that Nancy Pelosi, mm-hmm. who is the pre, who is the captain of the blue team, yeah, voted to torture people in Iraq, bro. That is the reason why George Bush, bro. never got indicted for torture. Because if you indicted George Bush, you got to indict everybody you knew. Hey. And I don't know if Biden knew, but I know Pelosi knew for sure. For oh, of course. And you know what's what's funny about it, man, is like, the, it's just as funny that like this topic is circling us back around to issues that have always had some sort of variance in them. Like, and we always talk about politics. That's a very... You know, it, it has its variance. It's, it's, it's fleeting. It goes up and down. You know what I'm saying? People's allegiances lie different places, and we really don't fully understand what the fuck is going on with our American government. Bro, I, I think what I want this podcast to be, yeah. I wanted to look at this political stuff, but I wanted to everybody understand that we are relatively inexperienced and not as nuanced and mm-hmm. not... Don't delve into it every day. Yeah. It affects our life. We understand how it affects our lives. Yeah. But I couldn't write a bill right now that would be... Oh, yeah, no. ...comprehensive no. on how to abolish the police. No, I don't know shit about politics. I'll be the first one to tell you. Yeah. But the thing about it is, is that, like, I feel like this is the majority of America, to be honest. Like, there are some of us who are very well-versed in the political landscape of America, but then there are some of us who have a, a very small sample size of... What we think the American, you know, what we think the American experience is in, re- in regards to politics, and the truth, I feel like, lies somewhere in between. So the pundits of the world, the people who deal with this every day, 
like them niggas on Fox News and CNN and all of that, they deal with it every day. That's their job. Their job is to be involved with the day-to-day happenings of the political... Bro, if I had to sit down with a policy conversation with one of them CNN dudes, I would be lost. Yes. They'll walk circles around me. Yes. But I definitely know when right is right and wrong is wrong. Because you're born with that sense, bro. Yeah. It's in, it's installed on your hard drive. So when I talk, <laughs> yeah, so when I talk about these politics and these policies, I'm talking about what's on my hard drive and not so much what, who's on the red and blue team. Yeah. So, so the, that's nuance, the nuance part of it is like, you know, like I said, you know, we don't spend our day you know, thumbing through CNN and reading these stupid-ass documents and just trying to keep up with what everybody is doing, what everybody is saying. What 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 our job is, is to encapsulate the American condition, the, the black experience in America, right. and try to make it offensive, funny, yeah, relatable, right, or just some shit that you would want to hear again. That's our whole job, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's our whole job. Exactly. That's our whole we job. You, we want you to be like, damn, they, they did kind of roast the hell out of everybody. Yeah, and, yeah. and you know, every, ain't no ain't nobody getting out of this motherfucker no. safe. <laughs> you all can these jokes. Right, all y'all getting clapped on. You know yes, what I'm saying? Bro. So at the end of the day, bro, it's a good time for us. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's a good way for us to, you know, kind of come together and celebrate uh, another week of not dying at the hands of the fucking police. All right. <laughs> I want to talk about, uh, talk, talk about this. I want to talk about... Dave, uh, Dave Poynoy, yeah, the uh, president of oh. Barstool Sports. <laughs> that motherfucker funny, man. Yeah, he is he's funny, crazy man. motherfucker, dude. So let me play. There's a clips of him saying "nigga." I bet it is. <laughs> so him he probably drink white claw and say the n word. So when he, when he he say drink white claw, say the n word. Does it does it help him with his like white claw? I don't even know, bro. I think the white claw gives him the courage to say the n word. That's funny. Or he might have just got caught lacking because, you know, somebody over there at Barstool always got a camera. FC, you want a tape, so I was going to do that. Oh, we have the Des Bryant tape, and then it's like this hodgepodge reenactment in a Wall Street, in a Walmart parking lot. Would have been actually very funny. I hate hate when I get stifled. My creative creative juices get stifled in my own company. Would would anyone be in blackface? Because that would probably take it over the top to funny. Little known fact. Sales guy dressed up in blackface for Halloween. He went as like the big three for basketball, and he was Kevin Garnett, full blackface. Do we have a picture? Oh yeah, with his two black buddies, which I how maybe is, makes it okay. It yeah, like, like how's that not been blocked? Not okay. If you do blackface with two black guys, that yeah. and they're okay with it. You get a you get a pass. You're allowed. No, the fuck you don't. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that so, actually is true. No, that's like would, walking around. You just that's you not true. They, like, have to go take a piss with you and everything. Yeah, you cannot leave the Oh, no, but... Not true. You can, two black guys don't determine what's uh, not offensive for the rest of black For people. the rest of the world, no. No. That's uh, a part of the problem. This particular Halloween, I dressed up as um, Craig Sager. So, I have a couple pictures of me, like, interviewing Gaz by himself in full blackface. <laughs> That's it. You can't, like, you gotta put him on a leash and have him next to you the whole time. And, and I think put he... Put black one, blunt leash. Make I sure think it was. <laughs> I, I, I don't. Damn, big cat. That was kind of racist right there, that's, big hey, cat. What the hell? Said, come on, big Where the leashes come from? What the, the fuck, dog? Yeah, right. He should be trying to get past this kind of subject. I don't think he yeah, realized that until years after. He's like, yeah, that wasn't like PC, I guess. Anyways, um... <laughs> so 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 just like just so y'all understand, man. First of all. This is a group of guys who believe what they believe. You know what I'm saying? They see shit the way that they see shit, and they found a way to make money off of it, and they found a way for it to be funny 
to the people that how bad? consume what the fuck they be talking about. Here are the facts. That shit is offensive. If you do it around me, mm-hmm. you might get your ass whooped. Mm-hmm. Period. Period. And and that's that. You know what I'm saying? But that also, again, is like the point that we have made it to. People are so sick and tired of seeing this sort of thing yeah. be on the internet and, and see this be like what is widely regarded by a large part of America as a popular opinion. You're right. People are so sick of that that they now want the hands with your ass in public. They want to run the fade, bro. So he he went. They want you to catch the fade the next time you try to do some. Yeah, black he, he, shit. he went. He went too. He went too he far. Got, in, it, it just like the like the the you know the whole the the whole little I don't even know what you would call it the the, the gig the 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 whatever the fuck they were trying to accomplish right that I can't even find the right words to describe the, the, what the, the fuck the, these niggas were trying to do the uh, the set right like the uh, right the, the skit the, the bit. They, the, right the bit or whatever the fuck they was yeah. working on at the time like I get that they was working it out and and some of it was landing but a lot of it was not. And um, it gets more offensive. He says, "No, no, I, I look. These barstool niggas are ridiculous, bro. Yes. Do do you as a black person? Do you? So I watch Big Cat. I watch and, them all and the time. We, and we calling them niggas. <laughs> so is that offensive? I, I usually Y'all try. Stay, I usually try. I usually try to stick away from calling white people niggas. I because you don't want to give them a false sense of security. Yeah, because I, I feel that. Because when they chop me in the throat, I'd be like, it called me and they got to chop me in the throat. I feel like, ah, get. Yeah, like, ah, ah, let you in. <laughs> let you in. Like, I trusted you, white man. Ah. <laughs> That's a God, fact, Jack. God, yeah, you kind of changed my, my my paradigm on that. I might have bro. to start observing that a little bit more, bro. So when you listen to these white people and they have these takes and they're offensive, mm-hmm. I still myself. Listen to Barstool, bro. Yeah, I mean, I consume I, Barstool. It's on Instagram. I'll be looking at it. And I was still like, "Do I? Am I? Like, I'm, but I'm. But I'm also I'm not looking it, at it to vilify them and be like, oh, here go these.' Because uh, nobody's is is uh, dead. Yeah, it's alright, man. Anyway, it's alright. Yeah, yeah uh, there's no, there's a road. There's no road to redemption. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. a way to come there, back. No, the, excuse me. There is a road to redemption. What I mean oh, it to is. say. You can come back from, for me, you can come back for a lot of stuff if you sit down and have an intelligent conversation. Dave has went away. Um, he interviewed President Trump right after this. Yeah. I like, it's kind of funny how when he gets caught with the big N-word blackface commentary, all of a sudden the White House comes knocking. Yeah. Uh, that's but what, like, were they, what were they planning to accomplish? Were they going to defend him? I, my, were they going to make a statement on his behalf? I think it's just like you got to worry about where you put yourself... As a blog, as in, I said to say this, you gotta worry about where you put yourself as an entertainer. Yeah. When you start surrounding yourself with the wrong type of people. I bro, mean, I don't know. You, I think and use it for political purposes. I don't want my podcast to be. I want it to be funny, and I want it to be. I don't want it. Yeah, to we be definitely politicized. want this to be fucking hilarious. Yes, bro. At the end of the day, like that's that's the whole point. But the 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 idea is that, you know, we're gonna talk about some stuff that's offensive to some of y'all. Yeah. And we're gonna try to find a way to make it funny. And if it's not funny to you, scrap then. I feel like we did a good job uh, 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 of covering 2020. I think yeah, we, we, we it's it's a lot of it's a lot more to 2020. It's a lot more layers to it and a lot more levels. But the idea behind it is for y'all to understand that it's basically been up for grabs. 2020 been just like to the victor goes the spoils. You know what I'm saying? You got scammers scamming. You got twerkers twerking, nigga. 
Uh, motherfucking dealers dealing, bro. You know, Donald Trump and them out there cutting up, acting a goddamn donkey, you understand me? Um, yo, it's 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 been a whirlwind experience, bro, and it's not over. We still got a whole nother quarter to go. Hey, I'm gonna wrap it up. This is your man, B Diddy Dollars. I got T-Money with me. Hey. May all your pain be champagne. May all your tears be tears of joy. T-Money, what you want to say to him? Man, y'all enjoy y'all Stay safe out there. Get your gat, nigga. Uh, put your motherfucking mask on. And if you ain't scared, go on, head on. Cough if you want to. You gonna find out. It's Heartland Podcast, and we out. <laughs>